Welcome to the first episode of the C's Get Degrees podcast. I'm Alejandro. And I'm Nathan. And this is where we're going to talk about college, life, and everything in between from the perspective of two idiots who have no clue what they're doing. Just, just roll the intro. Well, here we are. Here we are. This is crazy. One year in the making. One whole year. If not more. I mean, <laughs> not it's been more, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to say, seeing the um the trailer that we put up on Spotify, like mm-hmm. seeing it there and playing it in the car and all that was oh, yeah. That was cool. definitely such a cool feeling. That was Especially awesome. After all the work we've been like doing <laughs> behind the scenes to finally get this to work. Yeah, it's definitely an awesome feeling. I'm excited to get this started for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And when we get the actual cover photo on and everything, it's going to look so nice. Dude. I am, I'm excited. Yeah, it took a it took a long time to get here. It feels yeah. like, anyways. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to do like a sports podcast and that, that burned. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we even had one of our friends who's now working on our sound. <laughs> um, Shout out Eric. Yeah, he came he came with us, and after one session with us and one Google search, found the the name for our podcast. The same name, the name that we were trying to <laughs> the name that we're using right like, now for like four months. <laughs> and that was the biggest thing is we couldn't figure out a name for like yeah. months at a time. And then Eric shows up <laughs> five minutes into it. Sees get degrees right away. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy for him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, just get started then. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to? All right, all right. How about we start with this then? So, college. Scam. Is it worth it? What do we, you know? Oh, scam. Is it a scam? I mean, do you consider it a scam? Do you consider it overhyped? You just put that right out there. Yeah. Yeah, so. Jump right into it. Um, I have a pretty, I have a pretty, I don't know if it's, I doubt it's a unique experience necessarily, but I, I'm one of those people who hasn't really clicked with the whole college aspect of life. Yeah. I, I think, and I think. In that sense, it could be a scam because we've created this vision in our mind that college is a necessity for all career paths. And I don't think that's true, especially in today's age. Obviously, um, careers like doctors, lawyers, you obviously need to have a degree Mm. because I know I would never trust a doctor with no degree (laughs) who just said, I looked it up and I think this is what we're going to do. Yeah, I learned on Google. Right. But like there are some jobs where the hands-on experience you get in a role the mentorship you get from someone from a job i think that's all you really need especially because we have everything at our fingertips right Mm. now i just think i just think creating this notion that you have to go to college to be successful is dangerous to these kids who are just growing up with these expectations and feeling like they have to live up to it yeah no i absolutely agree i think that whole narrative that you have to go to college after high school is a little misleading um because you got plenty of people that go to college and don't necessarily lead successful lives you know they're lifetimes in debt you know mm-hmm. um and they're working a mediocre job and then you got people that don't go to college and are extremely successful you know they're millionaires and they got fancy cars and all this and that so i don't think yeah college necessarily defines <coughs> excuse me uh college necessarily defines like what your success is going to be like in life i think what really defines your success is going to be what you're passionate about and whether or not you pursue that passion. Right. And that's kind of, it's when you're applying to college, they really try and sell you on the idea of college. And that's kind of like, it's misleading and you you don't 
fully understand what college is. Yeah, they're not going to explain the whole thing to you. The right. way the way it sounds is just this happy next step. Mm-hmm. High school is over. Get ready for college. They don't say, "Oh, maybe college. See if college works." It's next step is college. You yeah. know, that's kind of what the the whole message is when they come in. Yeah, and they don't tell you. I mean, they don't really like tell you the amount of work that you need to put in in order to get you know a lot out of college um like i know me when i was a senior applying to high school or applying to college that's tough yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i didn't fully understand that college is like a job you know it's like an eight to five Mm -hmm. job you know it kind of clicked for me this year um you know studying from eight and i have class till five six in the evening it's a it's a long ass day Mm -hmm. um but colleges don't tell you that when you're when they're trying to get new students, they tell you, they tell you, oh, we got this new dining hall, got this new stadium, we got these cool clubs and all this and that. They don't tell you that college is a mental game, physical game, and it's something you got to be really passionate about, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we should say, I don't, I'm not saying that they need to baby us and be like, it could be hard and you're just so you know, because like, obviously, yeah, we're adults now. We're turning 18 and we're becoming adults. It's our responsibility to choose. I just think people need to be hearing these other perspectives because it, because we're not told these things. <laughs> we're right. told college is the option. That's the only way to go. And I think that's what we're trying to get at. We're not saying coddle us. Because, yeah, we are 18. We need to start making our own decisions. That's the point of being an adult. And one of those decisions should be college. It shouldn't be the next step. If that It makes should sense. be an option, yeah. not the define next step yeah. so yeah and we're not trying to not college anyway like you know i've been in college for about two years now mm-hmm. and you know i like it a lot i've met some nice people i've learned some new things but especially that like first year and a half you know it was a learning curve for me you know you're you're living on your own you have to go get your own groceries gotta get your own school supplies you gotta figure out you know like how to sign up for classes and all that like there's a lot to learn in kind of a short amount of time and then that also happens again your second year when you have to live off campus. I mean, it depends on what your, your college right. rules are or whatever. Um, but then you got to figure out rent and landlords and what else? All that jazz. And all that jazz. You know, all that adult stuff. <laughs> As they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I don't know. It's it's definitely – like I, I don't want to sit here and – just talk negatives because i know because i know from my experience it could come off as me saying it's a negative thing i don't think you can get the college experience anywhere else there is no career path or like thing you can do that's gonna recreate the experience we have in college like we're really fortunate to experience that and i think Mm -hmm. just like the the blend of all these different cultures and like status i statuses (laughs) what's the whatever but like you know it's just this it's truly a melting pot where you get to experience all these different people where usually you're just used to your hometown people. Mm-hmm. Now you're suddenly exposed to someone from India, from California, from Canada. Like you just see all Kong these. Too. I mean, from all over the world. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and I think that's the type of thing that college can provide that is definitely, <laughs> I was going to say, you can't put a price on it, but they do. <laughs> they put a and pretty big price on that. Actually. <laughs> it's a pretty big price. <laughs> Yeah, and I felt like I've grown a lot, you know, looking back, comparing senior high school self to now, I feel like I've grown a lot, you know, in mm-hmm. between that amount of time. I've learned a lot more, I've grown a lot more, and a learning experience that's Definitely. 
certainly unique, but it's not the only option. It's not the defined next step. You know, the yeah. next step is something you need to figure out yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that's the biggest thing. And I think that's going to try we're going to try to make that a common theme throughout this podcast is that we're going to try to provide as real of a perspective as we can on the college experience and hopefully that can help you some of you guys who are trying to figure out your next steps. Yeah, what are those next steps are, you know, applying to college or transferring or figuring out a study schedule, you know, yeah. whatever those next steps are, we want to try and provide you that inside look that we didn't necessarily get when we were going through that stuff. Yep. So I kind of want to switch gears a little bit. This is something I've been thinking about a lot. I've been thinking about the difference between being scared of something and fear. Okay. What do you mean? So, so, you know, like being scared, that's like someone just popped into the room all of a sudden. Oh, you get that fright. That's like that surprising kind of feeling, right? Surprise or like a spider suddenly crawls out and you're like, oh, what's that? That's kind of like a surface level scare, you know? You're like, oh, but I'm talking more like fears are these like underlying things that just are like the root of all your fears. And I think when you really look at it, you can you can almost find a common theme in a lot of your fears. So, like, for instance, I know for a fact some of my biggest fears are, like, dark forests. Mm-hmm. Forests? Forests. For- yeah. Wait. Forests. Um, deep water and, like, paranormal activity. And I was thinking about how to bridge those. And I think my biggest fear has to do with the unknown or, like, a lack of control. And okay. And I know that sounds confusing because... There are lots of things that where you could, quote, unquote, have a lack of control. But these are specifically things that I physically and mentally can't really do anything about. If a ghost is in my room, there's nothing I can do. If, a, if a, someone breaks into my house, it's almost, it's almost comforting that I can physically see, some, see them and I can physically do something about it. Whether or not I succeed, that's a different story, but there's some, there's some comfort in that. So that's where my fears come from, I think. So you're saying like the the smaller fears that you have, like paranormal activity and dark forests and all that, attribute to this greater fear that you have of the unknown. Yeah, that's okay. like this like that's the core of what my fears stem from, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So I kinda wanted to like use you as a case study and like <laughs> see if we could try to figure out what, what some of your fears are and see if we could come up with like a Okay. All right. Yeah. Little little gotcha journalism here. I see. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So let's say that. Let's just give me like three of the first fears that come to your mind. Okay. Right away. I mean, it's nothing like paranormal activity or anything like that. Yeah. But right away, I can think of like you know suffocating or drowning. Okay. Makes me uneasy. Bugs I can't identify. Like if it's a grasshopper, <laughs> I'm like, okay, no big deal. But if I have no idea what that is, like it looks like a little alien or something, dude, I freak out a little bit. I'm That's not going to lie. Interesting. <laughs> Didn't expect that one. Hey, I'm not ashamed <laughs> of it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think about this a whole lot, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. I guess a lot of people probably don't think about this a lot. I don't know why this came up in my head, <laughs> but it's just like something I've been really like <laughs> thinking about. But okay. We don't have much to work with, but <laughs> we could try. So suffocating and drowning. Yeah, I guess. Like, I feel like dying isn't necessarily the scariest thing, you know? Like, I believe in an afterlife and all that, but just maybe the act of getting to that afterlife, like suffocating the, the or dying. The process of or, dying. Yeah, I guess. Bleeding out. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Okay. So, 
that's interesting because my fears aren't centered around the death aspect. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That process. My my fears are centered around me not being able to do anything about it. Okay, so not too much to work on. Let's say, let's see, like, what kind of have you had any crazy dreams, for instance? Um, I actually don't dream a whole lot. Really? Really? Like, I don't dream. I can count on one hand like the amount of dreams I can remember, and they all end with me dying, and they they feel very vivid, oh. like like they're actually happening. Like, I don't feel like I'm. You know, like you can kind of feel like you're dreaming. Yeah. Yeah, well, in these, I feel like I'm there, you know, like I'm doing all that. It's happening real time, and I feel everything that's happening. It's kind of weird. Um, but other than those, like, three dreams, I don't dream. I that's just, like, crazy. close my eyes, and then it, <laughs> it's morning. Wow. Even if I don't remember my dreams, I remember dreaming, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's crazy. It doesn't even... Okay. I mean, I used to dream as a, ki- like, as a kid, as I a guess. As a kid, yeah, yeah, of course. But... I don't know when it started. I just kind of stopped dreaming. But isn't that interesting, though, that the only dreams you remember are the ones where you're dying or in that process, I should uh, say. So you think, like, you're trying to connect the dreams I'm trying to, man. I'm I, trying no, to I get what you're doing. I see it. I'm I see the connection. Every, anything I can <laughs> to, to, to prove <laughs> I, I don't I didn't sound give you insane. a whole lot, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, wow. I could, t- I could give you one of my dreams, actually. I've got some pretty crazy dreams yeah i, I know you got some pretty yeah in my lay it on me go ahead yeah all right this is a this is one that happened recently it was about a month into quarantine i don't know if you've ever experienced this but like have you experienced the feeling of trying to wake yourself up you know you're asleep and you try to you're like prying at your eyes to open does that make have you have you ever experienced that i, I can't say that i have it's this but weird. i, I, I kind of know what you're talking about it's like, this weird feeling where you're like physically trying to wake yourself up and you can't this happens to me quite quite often, honestly. So this was happening to me, right? So I'm asleep and I'm trying to I'm trying to wake up. Weird things are happening. My mom walks in, doesn't even acknowledge me, is grabbing something. I'm like, mom, what are you doing? And then she leaves. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Random things are just happening and I can't control anything. I'm trying to wake up. Then all of a sudden, my sister calls calls me over to her room. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know what my house looks like, <laughs> um. I'm directly across from my sister. So my room is right right across from her. So I just walk over to her room and she's pointing out the window. So I go up to the window. I look out the window and there's this huge black van and the doors are wide open and there's just this huge blinding white light oh. in the doors. And then to the l- to the left, there's this guy in a totally red suit. And I, I can't rec- I don't know what he looks like. I just see it. I just know it's a figure in a red suit standing there. Okay. So I'm like, what is this? And I look to my sister and she's gone. It's just me up there. So then I look back down. And when I look down, the dude in the red suit looks straight up at me and points his finger right at me. And as soon as he points his finger, boom, I'm back in my bed in the total state of sleep paralysis. Ooh. So I was like freaking out because, of course, the first thing I think when I'm in sleep paralysis, I'm like, this dude's coming to get me. I have to get out of this right now. And then so now I'm really pulling at myself to wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm freaking out. I'm like clenching every muscle in my body and I just barely get a couple fingers to curl. And that's a start. I start getting that. I get my hand to move. I started slapping myself in the face <laughs> to wake myself up. Like it was literally like I was freaking out so much that I was like literally hitting myself, not waking up. I started to grab at my eyelids and literally with my fingers pull them. Is this part of the dream? I think. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's, okay, okay. That's where I'm going with it. It's gotcha, pretty weird. Gotcha. So I'm literally like pulling at them 
still nothing. My eyes won't open. And I'm like, dude, I got to wake up. And then I pull and my eye opens. I'm like, okay, I got one eye open. I finally get another eye opened and suddenly I can stand. And I'm like, okay. I walk to my door. I open the door. But before I step out, in my head I go, wait, I'm dreaming. And then I go back into my bed and close my eyes and fall back into sleep paralysis. Oh my God. So I'm like, what the fuck? What was I thinking? So <laughs> I start trying to wake up again. This whole time I feel this nagging presence as if you can almost hear the footsteps of the red suit guy getting closer. And I'm in my head. I'm just like, I have to get out of this right now. Mm. And boom, I wake up for real. And I'm just like, I'm drenched in sweat, obviously. And I'm just like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I go back to sleep. Nothing else happens. Wake up the next day. Dream over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to my mom and sister the next day. And I'm like, wow, I had the craziest dream last night. And I tell them the story. And my mom is like a little confused. She goes, that's really strange because I heard you open your door last night. And what? So like they, so they can... My parents, my parents' room and my sister's room are close enough where they can hear where doors open, especially my door. It's, it creaks. Mm. And you can also hear me walking and stuff usually when I'm walking around. So what they said is I opened the door. They didn't hear me um, walk out. They just heard the door open and then close, which lines up perfectly with my dream and honestly scared me so <laughs> much more than I thought. Like, <laughs> I mean, I sleepwalking, I guess. I mean... I, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, were you actually awake and you just thought you were dreaming maybe? Like you That's were what I don't know. I don't know if I actually woke up, but then why would I say, I'm dreaming and fall right. back asleep? I don't know, dude. This that's, whole that whole thing like really like messed with that's my That's a little head. eerie. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's just like one of the craziest dreams I've had <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Did the guy have like a face or anything or that you recognized? No. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I did not see a face. And uh -huh. without spoiling my other dreams. Oh, there are sequels. Oh, there. I've had about at least five or six pretty horrifying dreams that we might be able to touch upon later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but now that, you, now that I'm thinking about it, I, d I don't see the face. That could be part of this fear that, thing that I've been fear talking the unknown. about. Okay. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not being able to recognize what's in front of me and what is at stake. That's what's scary to me. That I think we this just is a therapy session. I think we just doctor filled the shit out of this. Ooh. Oh my god. Holy cow. So yeah. Um that's fun. I love I love dreaming. <laughs> I can't relate. Yeah. Dreams are dreams are so strange, dude. It's like a love-hate relationship, you know? Yeah. I love to dream and feel that for the story, but when you're in the heat of it, man, it's life or death. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So go check it out, guys. Make sure you dream tonight yeah feel free to uh i don't know how they would send us like their crazy dream stories i don't think they would that would be cool that would be, be cool, cool to see some, some yeah, cool stories maybe. maybe some maybe someone out there can interpret my dream and figure out what it there means. you go <laughs> if you happen to be a dream psychologist please <laughs> hit me up <laughs> help <laughs> so back to reality here outside uh -oh. of the dream world a little bit <laughs> specifically okay. let's talk about some uh some misfortune that we've had here sure you know we were so excited to start this podcast. So excited, okay? And nothing was going to bring us down. <laughs> so I get to Alejandro's apartment to record this podcast. And on my way here, I was typing up some notes on my laptop, some things I wanted to cover. And I had my iPad, and I just kind of tucked it under the passenger seat of the car I was in. Shout out Eric. He drove me, our sound guy. 
Eric, say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he drove me. We get we get to Alondra's apartment. We're all getting excited. We mm-hmm. get we bring we bring out all this stuff that we were gonna use to set up our our little studio for recording it. Um, then we go grab dinner and we're just relaxing, getting ready for the night. We come back, <laughs> we come back, and Eric has to move his car to visitor parking. So I'm like, hey, Eric, can you grab my laptop and iPad from from the car when you do that? And he's like, sure. Comes back five minutes later and says, there is no laptop, there is no iPad in my car. Yeah. But I was I was scared because I knew I didn't bring it in. So we we sweep the house like six times, even though it, I never brought it in. Mm-hmm. Just that off chance it magically appeared in Alejandro's refrigerator. Um, we checked the car. We like ripped it apart at least six times. At least. Yeah, like we Dude, went through that thing. We just over kept going and over back to it. We're like again. maybe this time we, when we started, yeah. we'll find the spot. <laughs> like hopefully <laughs> it would like just magically appear in the car. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> but nothing. So, I mean, it was stolen. There's no other. It had. I mean, it this was has been two days in the making now. We haven't seen anything. We have not seen anything. It's literally gone. We filed a police report. I'm out fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, like, that was your Mac and your iPad. Yeah, like, two things. <sighs> And man, and did that put a damper on yeah, this? Wow. <laughs> um, it, this was after we set up, you know, we set up the room, hung up all the blankets, all, we do the so soundproof, excited. set up the microphones. <laughs> we powwowed to figure out a name for this, you know, podcast. Yeah. And Eric, you know, the genius over there came up with it, and we were like, "Bet this is it. Let's go record it." You know, let's get the computer and. Yep. <laughs> why would life? Why would life want to be fair? It's you so know, life likes to throw in these little gotcha moments you know yeah like we, we overcame <laughs> the name hurdle and life's just like oh dude, you don't need a computer you know <laughs> you don't need that yeah <laughs> yeah so that's something we're gonna work out um i have a lot of files on that laptop that yeah. i had to erase because someone else has it so if you're listening right now i hope you're happy and if i find you i'll beat the shit out of you there you go <laughs> yeah tell them how you really feel uh it is hard enough doing this damn podcast, to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah. Like, trying to figure everything out and then figuring out some sort of talking point script. Yeah. Like, not only is it hard to talk into mics for the first time, we also haven't been able to interact with people in a long time. So not <laughs> only are we crossing the social interaction barrier, we are also trying to fix the podcasting barrier, which yeah. is real. And you will know if you start recording. I honestly, <laughs> like, I underestimated a little bit like i was i was like yeah it's like another presentation or something you know i didn't really think it'd be that bad but it's it's a little different it's different yeah you're like talking to a mic your voice is being recorded you hear your own voice in the headphones it's it's a different experience you know and i mean we had to scrap the first recording of our first episode (laughs) it was so bad Uh, no we didn't this is our oh yeah first try right first try totally (laughs) yeah first time um (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Like people make it look easy, and it feels more natural now. It feels better now. But it was a little rough at first, <laughs> at least on my end. I don't mean <laughs> no, hundred percent. Yeah, I think we're on the same wavelength there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I don't know, man. This quarantine's got me bugging out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. I feel like I've lost myself as a person. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I've forgotten how to interact and do like just the simplest things <laughs> that yeah. you, you you just like overlook in yeah. a normal scenario like this is a whole new world i'm living in <laughs> it, i mean it really is and like just you know things are opening back up again and you get to socially interact with people more and it's awkward <laughs> you know you've kind of forgot to do that like when we first met up it was like hey. oh my god yeah you know that feeling when <laughs> when you're with someone 
and you say something, and then uh, both of you, you could just tell both of you don't it's know what to like say next. It's just like that long, awkward pause. And then there's pause. this, like, there's this thing where you're, you, like, look around, and you're like, I can't bring up weather. <laughs> <laughs> what, do I, what do I say now? What do I talk about, you know? What? And then you just, you just got to, like, accept that it's awkward and be like, well, okay. Let's go. <laughs> and you just, you just got to keep going. Like, um, yeah, when he came, he came to my house, and it was great. And then... Then my it just siblings, got worse. <laughs> my siblings, <laughs> something. Okay, my my one. I have a. You I have almost said I have a daughter. No. I have. Three I have siblings. a you sister. Have, yeah, three siblings. Three siblings. I'll help you count. Yeah, one of them is a junior. One of them is just graduated fifth grade. One of them is in second grade. Yeah, congratulations, Abby. By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she graduated. So we had the sign out. Congratulations to this graduate. And so all Hunter goes. Oh, hey, Abby. Congrats on graduating. <laughs> and she just looks at him and goes, thank you. That's like, you excited for middle school? You know, because I have a sister, too, who's yeah. in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah, I had to think about that. Yikes. <laughs> um, but she's in eighth grade, so, I, you know, she's in middle school. So I was like, I asked Abby, are you excited? And she was like, yeah. So then I went, yeah, let's go upstairs. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, forget that. <laughs> so we go upstairs. And then about 10 feet away, my brother is just sitting in a room. And Alejandro goes, "Hey, Will," and Will just looks up. He just looked at me <laughs> and for a didn't while. Say anything. <laughs> and so Alejandro's just sitting there. His hand is slowly lowering, not sure what to do next. And then Will just decides to run over, with his hand out, like he wants a high five or something. So he runs up. Alejandro's like, "Oh, oh, hey, hey!" hey. And then just <laughs> high five. kind of high fives him, and I'm like, "Just get in my room. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta cut this now." <laughs> like, oh man, I don't know, dude. I think it's just a We're side effect of being isolated for months now you know i think everyone's gonna have to go through that everyone i, I hope everyone's going through that and we're not just i hope it's not just us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah everyone yeah i think in general everyone's going through that and it's gonna happen and as we are opening things up again mm-hmm. yeah people are starting to like, we're gonna get back to normal i hope i hope so i don't know how i feel like there might be a new normal after all this you know i'm sure there will be yeah. but you know there's still gonna be a bunch of people who don't follow the new normal if you know what i mean yeah and that that's gonna happen with anything. We could talk. We could talk about my um my new skill at talking with females again. Oh yeah, you gotta give them that story for talking about social interactions. You need to give that story. Yeah, yeah. So I I went to get dinner with a a few of my friends. We hadn't seen each other in a long time. There's this like outdoor area, and we walk over to this ice cream shop, and there's this cute girl working, and me and my friend go up. And we were both single, obviously. And we were like, "Oh, a girl! Oh, she's cute! Wow! Let's let's see let's see if we still like know what we're doing." Man, I have never <laughs> been. I, I swear, I could talk to girls better in sixth grade than what that conversation <laughs> was, dude. I was. She just said the simplest. She was like, "Hey, you guys want sprinkles?" And I was like, "Yeah." I sound like Abby. <laughs> I sound like my sister, dude. I just shut down. I looked down right at the ice cream the entire time. I froze, and then <laughs> we pay for our food, and my friend and I, we, we, we walk away, and we look over at each other, and we're like, what was that? Oh, yikes. <laughs> I don't <laughs> it's humbling. <laughs> it's humbling to fail so miserably in front of your friend and those people. Yeah. It's, it's humbling for sure, and I was like, wow, I don't know who I am. <laughs> it's just getting back into it, I guess, you know, <laughs> seeing people again for the first time uh-huh. in months. Yeah. So you have any social interactions to make Honestly, me feel a little better about myself? The most <laughs> awkward one was with your family. I'm not going to lie. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had those awkward silences with 
a bunch of friends, you know, where you just like stand there and you're just like, well, <laughs> what do we talk about now? You know, <laughs> how's life? You know, but those give you the same answer that you give them because we haven't been doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you just kind of sit there and you're just like, mm, isn't well. it? Isn't it strange? <laughs> you meet up with friends and because none of us have seen each other, we have to answer the same questions over and over and over again. Yeah. So it like becomes the script in your head. Hey, it's been so long. I've been doing this, this, this. I've been having this. How have you been? It's yeah. almost like rehearsed. It's just the same conversation. Yeah. And <laughs> that's just something we have to get past. <laughs> yeah. Once those conversations are over, we can start having stupid conversations like this. We can make a <laughs> podcast full of stupid conversations. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I mean, we think it's bad now. Just imagine when we go back to school in the fall. <laughs> like, that's going to be awkward as hell. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like, I can't even fathom, you know, just being in a whole lecture hall full of however many kids it's going to be, yeah. you know. Like just in one-on-one interactions is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Group projects. <laughs> group, oh, like, group projects going to be awful. <laughs> it's going to be so awkward. Hey. Yeah. You got the problem? <laughs> I, okay. Just, just give me the I mean, it's kind of how <laughs> they are now, you know, or back That's before quarantine. It, it's awkward as it is to do projects. <laughs> <laughs> On top of the fact that we don't know how to interact anymore. Ooh, yeah. Those are going to be so much fun. We're all just socially inept and that's there it is thank you big word <laughs> yeah I, mean, I don't know if you're i don't know if cornell is doing any sort of class restructure but jmu is starting to like oh yeah tell me, tell me how, how how do they plan to do fall semester so and eric you can correct me if i'm wrong here they're like making the schedule longer and the class like the class size smaller you know what i'm saying so if it's a two-hour lecture of a hundred people they're making it one-hour lectures like two one-hour lectures of 50 people Okay. Which is interesting. It could work, I guess. Yeah. But and are you guys are you guys gonna come back after Thanksgiving break or are you guys gonna go online? Oh, I have no idea. I don't have I put anything out about that? Yeah. See, because so for Cornell, I'm pretty sure they still haven't put out a, a, an official plan. But mm-hmm. so a lot of the options include us coming back until Thanksgiving break and then from that point on going online. That doesn't make Oh, because I guess the, the wave second two, wave, the second wave, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know, man. There's some colleges that are just still going online. I know, which is awful. If if it's online, I don't know if I am willing to pay. I wouldn't. I'm honestly, I'm I'm probably gonna take a semester off if if it's gonna be online because I can't. I, I I'm not getting the full experience that I'm paying for, and it's not like they're gonna give us a a refund on the cost. Yeah. So I'm not paying that much money. For my professor who doesn't know how to use Zoom to try to explain something to me, like through a screen, and then like you know, yeah, not you're really paying a fat anything. check for your hundred percent, just an off-brand YouTube video basically, <laughs> or, or something you have to teach yourself. Yeah, like there were some classes I had to teach myself what was going on, and because we don't have that one-on-one connection exactly, with professors, exactly. office so, hours, yeah. And I think if it's online, a lot of students are going to go, like take a semester off good. or something. That's what I would do. I think that's good. Yeah, you know, show the colleges that. We're not paying for that. If, yeah. if you're not Stick it to it. the man. And also, I get it. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, I'm not saying, how dare you guys go online. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. I'm not paying for online. And that's not your fault. It's no I'm, one's fault. Yeah, but we can blame Corona. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Corona, bro. So, yeah, that's, that's my plan for the fall yeah. semester. And we're not knocking the quarantine. It's just, like, we're, life's changing. We got to change with changing. it. Yeah. You know, we can't pay the same college. Yeah tuition for a different learning experience paying good prices that reminds me this podcast is brought to you guys by SeatGeek. <laughs> SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a pretty cool app 
you buy tickets and stuff. And if you use our code C's get degrees, you will get zero percent off. Because we're not sponsored. Tricked you. Boom. April Fools. Okay. <laughs> That's is all that the time a, we have. Is that awkward pause. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely random material. Um, <laughs> nah, yeah. That that I think that wraps it up. I think so. Yeah. This is a a good. This was fun. Second round of the first episode. First round. <laughs> first round, of course. That's what we'll tell people. <laughs> yeah. So, if you liked it, make sure you share, subscribe, and tune in next week, where we cover topics such as things, stuff, shiz. Pickles. Love. Cue that outro music. Ow, ow.